Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Just the Sip. This is actually my first quarantine sip stuck in my house, not being able to see anybody. And let me just let you know, I've been sipping all goddamn week at this point. But I wanted to bring you a new sip because I know you guys are sitting at home and probably wondering where this world is going to go. This is a remote Just the Sip. We are not in my studio so please, 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 I am sorry about the audio. It gets a little sketchy sometimes, but we have amped it up the best we could. So just bear with me while we figure this whole thing out. So I brought in somebody who I have been trying my hardest to get on this show before she blew up into a household name. Obviously, I've been too late because so Weedy is here and she's about to take the sip and we're going to get personal. We're going to get on a whole nother level. And we're gonna bring you guys a sip that you will not wanna miss. Welcome everybody to our first at home, Just the Sip. I am kicking this inaugural Corona, or as I like to call her, Rona Latavius Johnson. Uh Uh, Right? I'm kicking this one off with one of my favorite artists, Please welcome Soweetie, everybody. What's up? What is happening? First of all, how the hell did you get make hair and makeup in this climate? Like, who came to the house? Were they wearing hazmat suits? Did you have them in masks? So I did my makeup, and then my hairstylist, JC Ready, we're both germaphobes. So ain't no way that we got the, what is it, La Corona Latavia virus. <laughs> <laughs> So we just we just been playing around giving looks. This is like his second day just playing in my hair. So we just, you know, we give a look still. That's amazing. I love that you do your own makeup. Have you always been passionate about the beauty industry and about makeup? Like how has it influenced you as an artist? Yeah, because I like to look good. Makeup me look, you know. <laughs> a bad beat can really throw your ass off. Right? The wrong, yeah. So I used to just be horrible with makeup. So I watched you too. My auntie helped me because she's a makeup artist as well. And I got my beat together. Mm. Now you actually have a whole collection with Marfi. Tell me how did it like all happen? What was important for you? What did you want to achieve with this? Um, what I wanted to achieve is I wanted to get my feet wet in the beauty industry. And I'm a lip gloss girl. So at first, I'm like, ooh, I want to do, like, a lip gloss, da 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 And it was like, no, girl, like, we want to give you a whole little, little package. A little package. Yeah, so I did a summer, spring festival collection with them. And it's hella bomb because, you know, I'm kind of basic when it comes to my makeup. And it just gives me an opportunity to have, like, my everyday makeup right here. Mm-hmm. And then when it's time to get cute, go out with the girls or, like, 
to one of my shows, festivals, I go right here. Uh huh. So it's like a it's like an all in one type of thing. And you got I got highlighter and blush in here. I remember being a kid and the first time beauty ever and, and makeup ever really interests me was I saw Lil' Kim in that purple wig and she had that and she had that beauty mark right here in that video. And that's when I realized that makeup can make someone into someone else, give them that superpower. Who was that influence for you? What was that first moment? I would say my auntie. Yeah. Just watching her beat her face, like, she, oh, she is like a, like, it's really like an art, like, makeup artist, like, I never, you know, we, we give them a title, but I never really read into the title until I really, like, they like Picassos. Like, For sure. Got a blend, they got a sculpt, and they got an arch, they got a, like, it's a real art. So, I remember just, like, admiring her, just, like, beat her face, and I'm like, damn, that's a lot of steps. <laughs> Oh, you got to bake, you got to brighten, you got to let that shit sit, you got to come back, you got to highlight, you got to contour, you got to get the nose right. And girl, I've seen some of these before and afters on Instagram, and some of these girls look like Mokiglianis after they finish with them, okay? Hey, I ain't mad. Whatever makes you feel beautiful, boo, I ain't even mad at it. <laughs> look, we got to get to the music because you are from an African-American dad and your mom is Chinese Filipino. Those are two, three of the strictest races that I know. How the hell did they let you leave USC and get into this rap game? Um, Cause they always knew I wanted to do this. Uh, my dad off the bat was like, you know, you can just stay here home with us and just record. My mama was <laughs> like, no, you're going to college. So I really wanted to get out of like Northern California. So I came, down south to LA to you know pursue college and I know that LA is like a big place for music so I was like okay I'm gonna graduate from college and then pursue music yeah did you know that the YouTube thing that the Instagram video of you singing over my neck my back was going to catapult you into what you are today no I didn't and the fact that it went that viral and kind of like catapulted my career I'm forever grateful but it's like damn like I felt like I was just kind of like thrown into this it's crazy. And I, I just love, there's something about this new generation of female MCs that are using their sexuality with strength and embracing it and not and being unapologetic about it. And we haven't really seen that in a lot of years. What was it about that that drew you to that kind of music? Um, like being sexy. You like being sexy. <laughs> I like being sexy. I like being bossed up. I like calling the shots. I like being a tomboy. I just took some pictures on my skateboard yesterday that went like hella viral. So it's like, it just depends on how I'm feeling. Sometimes I'm sexy, but sometimes I'm like a little boy. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> but today, you know, I'm sexy and I got my little, you know, my little fake tattoo right here. But you have your little cherries popping today? Cherries popping. Does it ever hurt your relationship? being that you're such a strong woman and you talk about such strong subjects, does like your man's ever say, look, you need to chill out on that? And now he be, that turned him on. <laughs> <laughs> but when I be popping on that shit, he just be like. <laughs> <laughs> now he, he know what he signed up for. He know what he signed up for. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy because obviously my type is now 
what Back That Ass Up was for my generation. Like, I feel like it's that song. Before it hit the radio, did you have to call your parents and say, listen, I'll be talking about some shit on the sound. So I'm gonna need y'all to brace yourselves and here's a copy before you hear it on the way to church. Honestly, it was fun. I didn't do that, but you know what line? I I debated it all for like two hours in the studio. I'd never said it in one of my songs and I was like this is so this is so damn graphic and I'm like but this is for the culture so when I, said, when I said that I'm gonna write it all night <laughs> I was like oh my gosh like this is probably the most nastiest thing I've ever said but I'm like you know what this is just for the culture it's not like so yeah. like but it's funny because I come from a family like of 90% men. So during that part, like they, they love my songs, but during that part, they're kind of just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to act like they don't hear it at the barbecue. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because all the uncles was at Gabrielle Union's birthday party and they all had to hear it. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this sophomore class, you know, a lot of female MCs have complained in the past that other female MCs don't support them and have never been supportive. How are you guys changing that? Well, for one, there's a lot more of us. So I feel like we, and we, because there's such a big like shift in from shows to like festivals where it's not just our shows, it's like festivals and like hella people on it. I feel like we're now given the opportunity to like mingle instead of just, you know, hearing about each other. So, yeah. I mean, if you're not mingling with your peer, it's kind of hard to support them. But since we're in each other's faces, it's kind of like, hey, girl, I love your shit. And it's like, hey, girl, I like your shit too. So it's just like a whole bunch of organic like interaction. So that's why I think it's dope today because like not only are we able to, you know, flourish with no cosine, but like we're running into like other dope girls. So it's like, that whole, whatever that was, is kind of out the door. Cause like, we're like meeting each other and like, are oh, you human? I'm a human too. Are oh, you a girl? I'm a girl too. We like doing the same shit. So it's like yeah. kind of that, you know? Because I think what a lot of times what happens is the media likes to pit female MCs. Against no, no, yes, yes. The media, social media. So it's like, we gotta be careful because, you know, sometimes it's our fans that start, you know, the beef, but it's like, my whole thing is, cause I've been in several situations of several of those situations, if I hear her say it, then I don't believe it. One hundred percent. Yeah. So I feel like that's 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 that, that's what we gotta do. Like, I, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't got time to be. You don't make me no money. Mm-hmm. And you know, girl, the shade room like to invite your ass to the barbecue and then turn on you. <laughs> bitch, they gonna beat you at the barbecue, okay? They gonna barbecue. You already know, but it's so crazy because we've seen it like Foxy Brown and Little Kim, Cardi and Nikki, and all these women back and forth for all these generations. Have they ever tried to pit you against somebody? Yeah, social media. Always. Always. With, with different girls. Like, it, it's just a different season. Some board fan with a little bit clout try to do a little thing on Twitter or Instagram. But for me, it's just like, like I said, if I hear it from her mouth, then it ain't, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. Mm-hmm. But if you hear it from her mouth, we gonna run up on somebody, right? Look, I'm from the bank, so <laughs> <laughs> we can just figure that out later. <laughs> <laughs>
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You created IC Records, your own record label. What are your plans to grow that and how are you gonna empower other female MCs coming after you? Um, my plan is to solidify myself because I'm still fairly brand new, but this whole social media really just catapults your ass into the sea. So I'm going to just make sure I have a solid foundation before I start signing other artists because I'm a very hands-on artist, entrepreneur, CEO, businesswoman. So like, if I'm going to like bring someone into my label, I want to nurture them. I want to develop them. So once I solidify myself, that's when I'll start signing people. Yeah, oh, I like that. Um, is there was there a certain person growing up, a certain artist that you like aspired to be like, or you know what? I feel like there's just so many to pick from. But you know, someone who I do want to talk about, and I feel like she don't get enough like, like she's so iconic, but nobody really speak about her. It's Trina. Uh, I have to take my glasses off on that one. The baddest bitch kind of kicked the door open for a lot of people and no one really gave her the recognition. No. And if you listen to those albums, Killing You Hoes is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's right up there with Lauren Hill. Let me tell you. So I would say, you know, there's her, her heavy hitters, so whatever. But if you're a real Trina fan, which I am, my favorites would have to be Hot Commodity, Phone Sex, Lil Mama, don't print and pull over that too fast. <laughs> it definitely gotta be those top five. <laughs> I loved her too. I you know it's it's just so crazy to see how far music has come. And when you look at some of the top artists, selling artists, the top ten are normally female, a majority female, and that must feel so good to you that you have a place, not only a place here, but People are dying to hear what you have to say. Right. What are you going to do with that platform? Um, well, first and foremost, in my music, because I feel like music is therapy. And growing up, like, that's what I would, like, listen to when I would be going through some which is why, like, I promote, which is why I advocate for, like, women being boss bitches, which is why I advocate for women going to college, which is why I advocate for women to get their own money. Um, so first and foremost, that's that, like women empowerment or just like whoever's like going through some shit, like listening to my music because the voice connects to my music too, honey. Yeah, oh, they, oh, they do. Trust me. Yeah. So that's first. Um, second, um, fashion, like Kamora Lee Simmons was such a, she's like the blueprint for like a fly ass CEO who had a pop in mainstream line. So mm -hmm. I could definitely see that. So music, fashion, acting, um, and Grownish, you know what Grownish is? Yes. Yes. So I'm on three episodes, Ooh. and I could, I could picture myself doing like some Tupac, like Will Smith, like transitioning into like some major roles. Some poetic justice, right there. And I just uh, did a cute little interview for this movie that's coming up. So um, I mean, audition. So you know, pray for me. <laughs> You're ready to take over the world. Yes. Um, but you know, like just being a young mogul, and like you can't really. I feel like when you are given these blessings, you got to spread them. So I definitely want to do like some philanthropy and create my own like 
icy foundation and just give back to like little girls that look like me and let them know that being successful is real because sometimes yeah. they gotta they gotta see someone that looked like them who went to college who you know who is an entrepreneur who did achieve they, they dreams because i know what it feels like to be in a little city and to feel boxed and to have no hope at all because what i, what I wanted to do was not thrive in there so i definitely want to like go back talk to little girls and you know help them out so i feel like all that combined and you know making myself look good but also my future artists or like my future girls who are part of my foundation and just helping them out and succeed and flourish like that's my yeah girl i'm gonna be a little girl you can come pick my ass up i'm gonna come with you okay, okay. Put this ponytail. i will put this ponytail to the side and we can get this um i know you've opened up a lot in the past about how when you take on too many things and you do too much that you can get in a dark space. How are you making sure that with this busy schedule, with these TV shows, with these albums, with this record label, that you're not putting yourself back in that spot? I say no a lot and I turn down a lot of money. When you spread yourself too thin, what you're hired for or what you're, you know, what you're paid to do, you're not able to give you're all so then it kind of defeats the purpose because like when I like to not collaborate and when I'm given a task I like to be the icy girl at my full potential but yeah. I can't do that if I'm working with x y z a b c d e f g you feel me so like I learned that I had to pace myself and just to put my trust in God and just to know that although I pass up this bag a bigger bag is coming because I'm getting quality over quantity yeah and I bet when you're first in the game, you're you know, saying help like you everything. Yeah, ride the wave, ride the wave. You got to cash in, you got to cash out. What was that breaking point for you? I had a like a nervous breakdown, and um, it just took a lot because I was I had to to do this performance for for this collaboration that I did, but I couldn't I couldn't memorize my rap because I had wrote it the night before, and I didn't feel like it was the best and it got posted and it, 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 it just didn't have a good reaction. And I was like, that's what I get for spreading myself too thin. And like, it, it just took a toll on like my mental and like my body. Like I was really stressed out. And I was like, I'm living out my dreams. Like I don't need to stress myself out. I need to pace myself. So it was like a, a rude awakening moment, but like a good, like, okay, you're here. So pace yourself. Cause like Nipsey said, it's a marathon and not a race. Look, I am going to end on that note. It's a marathon and not a race. Promise me when you are in Sephora and your, your cosmetics line is now 96 pieces and it's under your own company and nobody owns it and you're on your fourth album and you're doing the Super Bowl that you're going to come back and talk to the black ass over here. I would love that. I think I think it's dope too, cause like I'm a fan myself. So when I see artists like do like their younger interviews and then they they did what they said they was gonna do and they come back and talk to the person who was loving and supportive like yourself. Thank I think you. it's just I think it's dope to see the the before and the after. So I'll definitely be coming back. Look, I knew from the moment that you hit that scene, I was like, this girl is gonna be something. We need to get her in this door ASAP because she is gonna be busy. But this is how I knew you had made it. Let me tell you how I knew you made it. I went home last Christmas and I was in the car. I'm from South Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And my mama is a very church going woman. 
Mm -hmm. Sister Zena, nobody messes with Sister Zena. Rain, sleet, snow, hurricane, she is going to church. She's going to be the first one in church. My grandma. And my sister and I were in the car, and the radio station's playing, and my mama's about to walk through the door, and she gets in the car, and the song comes on, and I see on my lips, and my sister gives me a look like, oh, you better turn that off. And I was like, no, I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to see what happens. And the song comes on, dun, 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 dun. And my mother reaches over in the car, and I thought she was about to hit power, and she turns the bitch up <laughs> and begins to mouth the words to the song. And I was driving a car, like I was in a movie like this, like, what the hell is going on? How the f do you know? And I had to turn the goddamn song off because I knew she was about to get to the part where she was going to talk about riding a dick all night. And I was not about to go there. I was not about to go there. The therapy, I would have, I can't for the life of me figure out how my mother knew the words to that song and why she was jamming it in front of me. But I loved every minute of it. You know, like, it's classy, nasty. That's it's crazy. It's a banger. It's back that ass up. It's a song you're going to hear every single time at a club, at a barbecue, at a birthday party, at a wedding for years on end that people will remember. And you did that. You made something that's going to last generations. And I hope you know that. Thank you. Well, I got I got a lot more slaps on the way. Slap it as quarantine is oh, ooh. Girl, you better run me that single. You thought my type was something. <laughs> you gotta run me that single. <laughs> I love you and thank you so much for taking the sip. What did you think about the conversation? I thought it was good. I mean, this is a whole strange world, isn't it, that we're living in now with all these remote things everyone's shooting? It's the craziest thing I've ever, like, done in my life. I mean, I interviewed Wayne Brady the other day in my underwear and he had no idea. <laughs> Perfect. See, I, I know. I've not worn pants in an interview in two weeks, and I'm kind of loving it. But I'm also a afraid of what's going to happen to this world. Um, but let's not even get on that topic. Let's stick with Sweetie. She is awesome. I dig her vibe. I love her style. I'm just really into her. Yeah, for sure. I love all of these young girls that have been able to kind of come up through social media in a totally different way than the old school way of coming up through music, you know, allowed them to. And I think it just gives so many more talented girls an opportunity to like shine and kind of break through where they maybe wouldn't have been seen before. Oh, for sure. But only the strong survive when they exactly. come through social media. Because like social media, like everything else in the world, they like to build you up to only take you down. But if you're strong enough and you're talented enough and you have your head on your shoulders, you can make it in this game. You really can, but you've got to be focused. And this girl, she is focused. She is focused. And I love that she talks about still wanting to empower women and she wants to empower girls behind her and how she has this like dream of even starting like the icy foundation for younger girls coming up in neighborhoods that maybe didn't see the futures that the that didn't see the future that was possible. And she wants to kind of show them that there are different ways out and that they can, you know, go down different roads and, and do different things in life. I think that's really cool. 
100%. And I just love that, like, a lot of people think these girls are hoes and they're all strippers and they're all talking about this and they're talking about that. And I love that she uses sex as an empowering thing. I like that she takes her, you know, sexuality and she owns it. And she went to USC. Mm-hmm. That ain't an easy school to get into and it definitely ain't any easy school to finish. Meg no. the Stallion is also in college at this point. So I think a lot of people have this misinterpretation that these female MCs, just because they talk about sexually charged things, that they're bimbos, and that's not always the case. No, I think part of using your sexuality is part of being empowered, right? If you have that ability to use it and own it, it is part of your of your power as a woman and as your femininity and your sexuality kind of a gift you're given, you know? Oh, for sure. And by the way, men have been using their sexuality for decades yep. in TV and film and in music. And the fact that they now have the power and they have now ganged together to re- realize that they can use it and do it better than the men, more kudos to them. Kudos to them. For sure. And she even said that she was hesitant about the line in the song about riding all night, right? Yeah, no, no. But it's like when Meg the Stallion was talking to me um, a few months back when she was on Daily Pop, and she was talking about how like her boyfriend kind of sort of gets jealous a little bit of like her twerking and her doing her thing. But she's like, I don't care. That's who I am. That's my form of expression. And if you can't handle that, then you can't handle me. And now Sweetie has found a man who loves it. Like, Mm -hmm. he gets it. He understands it. His sister-in-law is, you know, Cardi B. So he is from the school of, all right, she's going to be her. She's going to do her. So I'm just going to support it. I like a man who can handle that. Yeah, for sure. And the fact that she said she thought on it for two hours in the studio before she did the line, and then she decided, you know what? It was for the culture. I'm going to do it. It's part of the music. It's part of the game. And she just kind of went for it. No, you got to go balls to the walls with it. And I... I respect that she had her family in mind. Mm-hmm. And I, that happened to me a few times where, you know, I was getting on TV and I was going to be outwardly gay and I was going to talk about my sex life and I was going to talk about all these things on on Daily Pop. Like, I think about that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. what's my mom going to say when she knows that people are watching me talk about Walter Calhoun, even though he's a fake man? Right. <laughs> Like, I'm still talking about, you know, living with a man, having, you know, relations with a man. I think about it all the time. So I try to be as true to myself as possible, but also as respectful as possible for the people in my life. And I think once I, maybe, hopefully, when I do find somebody that I want to spend the rest of my life with, I'm probably going to have to curb it even more. Yep. I mean, I know I get, I even get nervous when you ask me questions and I'm, and I like that one time, I was like, apologize to my dad. (laughs) Because I'm not used to this world. So like you ask me a dirty question, I want to be honest to the audience, but I'm still like, sorry, dad. And I'm a 45 year old woman. So I I can only imagine how hard it is when you're really out there in the, in, you know, the forefront of the entertainment industry and people hear everything you say. I mean, listen, that's part of what you sign up for. Like when you become, I'm not even famous. I want to say famous adjacent. Like, I walked behind a real housewife for, you know, five plus years of my life. Um, And I was friends with Morgan when she was on, you know, Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. So I've always been 20 feet from stardom because, you know, my face was there or my life was one step behind theirs. 
And when I really stepped into my own, you have to ask yourself, like, are you ready for this? Like, are you, will you be able to be open and honest and share your life with the world? Because I'm not on a show that I just read the news and come out of a package and giggle and then go to the next story. Like, I'm on a show where you have to share your life, not because you have to, but because that's the name of the game that I'm in. Right. I mean, in this show, it's you want to be open and honest. So you put yourself on platforms where you can be open and honest, but you have to be willing to be ready for that. Oh, this show is the f***ing scariest. Excuse my language, because <laughs> in, on Daily Pop, it's three people. It's me, Carissa, and Morgan. So we have a chance. Like, we can share our story, but you don't have that much time. You only have three minutes allotted for maybe, maybe even two minutes for a, um, a story. But on this show, on this platform, it's just me and it's someone else. And mm -hmm. I have made the promise. I, I don't know if a lot of you guys know this out here, but my whole thing on the show and when a celebrity walks in, I say, if I ask you a question that seems far out of left field, you can ask me the same question and I'm, I'll be happy to answer it because I would never put somebody on the spot like that without giving them the opportunity to do the same for me. So Absolutely. I'm very open and honest with people about that. And I am not afraid to go there because I signed up to do this show. And when I did, that was the promise that I made. Absolutely. But I'm going to be honest. And to the point where I'm too goddamn honest sometimes. <laughs> Well, like I we said, <laughs> well, like we said, I do. I respect her honesty. I respect her taking pause and I respect her craft and her ability to know what she needs to do for her art. I think she's going to go a long way. And I'm, I'm so curious to see where her career takes her. Me too. I can't wait. Can you hear me watering my plants? I'm literally watering my plants and doing I, it just a sip. I like how you're watering your plants during our outro, guys. So if you hear weird watering sounds, he's not peeing. <laughs> no, I'm just watering my plants. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it real. I'm just keeping it real with my life right now. I'm gardening. I'm like trying to stay sane. I'm telling you, this last few weeks without a booty call has been the worst thing ever. I thought about you the other day. I was like, you know, it's hard. It's two totally different worlds. I was like, it's hard to be working from home and homeschooling and being a mom and all that. But I was thinking about you also being single and you're, you have to sit with yourself a little bit. Can I just tell you, I know this is up to say because I know there's a lot of moms out there. I am so happy I don't have no mother kids <laughs> no, or a husband I... breathing down my throat all day. I would much prefer my life right now. It's weird. Yeah, for sure. I get it. I mean, I envy it a little bit. Although my, I see my friends who are like using this quarantine time to like work out and all that. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to get, I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to do all Who has time for this? Not me. Nobody. <laughs> I, look. I walk three hours a day, minimum. I'm walking for three hours a day, uphill oh, sometimes. Jealous. And it's been a nice reflective moment, but I don't know how people with children, and most of the times people hate their husbands. I'm sorry, I know a lot of bitches who hate their husbands. Thank and God, I, I love mine. Thank God, he's a dream. Thank but. God. <laughs> and loving your husband and not knowing how to be around your husband are two different things. Totally. It's like, I think a lot of people just don't know how to be around their husbands because, you know, they've found their lives going in different directions. One person's focusing on work and the other person's focusing, you know, on the child. And I think a lot of times, a lot of people don't know how to be together. And this is accelerating some breakups or like some serious makeups. It is. It is for sure. I do think this will test a lot of relationships.
are you like get the f out of my face when your husband try to come at you like at this point no actually i mean we're not yet i mean we keep joking obviously with each other that we are like oh when are we gonna want to kill each other but we're doing we're doing really good so far <laughs> <laughs> and how old is your daughter she's six you see so she's kind of self-sufficient ish oh, but she's an only child so she needs constant at this point with no children to interact with she needs us to entertain her you know oh my god are you dying it's not it's i feel bad like because i want to be there for her but i am still him and i are both working full time from home so it's a dance like right now when i said to him hey i need to go record with justin so we traded off and he's outside in the backyard playing with her looking for lizards and now i'm up here and then we'll trade so he can do his five o'clock meetings how many times do you lie about recording with me Every day, I'm busy. I, I gotta go record with Justin. I'll be right back. <laughs> I literally think to myself back when I was like a kid and my mom used to lie about taking the just to be by herself. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> like she'd be like, I need to use the bathroom. And she would like sit in her bathroom and read magazines and like smoke cigarettes. And like, it's, but it's crazy thinking back on it because I often find the time. thought like, yeah, she had to find the time to be by herself. She had three kids. Yeah, yeah. Women with multiple kids. I know some of my friends, they'll take long showers and just like sit on the shower floor and just like hide. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the only thing I'm hiding from right now is my goddamn running shoes and you people to do Zooms every <laughs> to do other zooms minute. every other minute. Oh, well, I'm like, I just can't. But you know what? More power to the women out there who have children, more power to the people who have husbands that annoy them, and more power to the people who honestly need that break and can't get it like i am praying for you well i think and i think more power to everybody because i feel like i said the same way like even sitting with yourself after the first couple of weeks it might get a little harder is it sad that i'm truly <laughs> enjoying this time no i think it's good i think it's i think that shows that you have a strong personality and that you're okay being with yourself which is actually really good quality <laughs> everyone around me is breaking like nails i'm honestly i never in my life enjoyed like and maybe it's because i i'm the type of person where if i know times are gonna be hard i jedi my myself into mm -hmm. finding the positive in them yeah so for me as hard as it might be like being in the house and not being social i truly have i've read more than i've ever read before in my life i've like worked out outside more than I've ever worked out outside in my life. I've connected with people that I haven't seen in a very long time. Hell, I even went through that damn drunk drawer that I've been promising myself I would go through since I moved into this house. And I, a junk drawer? That's massive. <laughs> and I found some good in it. You know, I was like I said, it's hard, but every day he and I have both said we're genuinely grateful that we're still working because so many people aren't and it's really a time for so many people so balancing my daughter and work like i'll do it every day because i i'm grateful for it it's crazy but you know what we're gonna be all right everybody we will we'll be all right we'll make it through it's been so great to bring you guys just to sip and just remember subscribe rate it review it tell your friends about it you can follow me at the lady sitter i will be here giving you laughter during the quarantine so just check back in every week and every day at my social media. Thank you guys, and I'll see you next week.